Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This is going to be for the newest MCU edition uh, for Marvel. Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I'm your host Matthew. And uh, we'll start off spoiler free and then we'll get into spoilers in the second half. Um, So why do I sound so uh, annoyed? It's because I am annoyed not at this film i'm not annoyed at this film i i enjoyed this film going into this film i was looking for two specific aspects which was okay you've got the story here of wonder and doctor strange and what's going on with that and everything else her grief how is doctor strange going to deal with that uh and then obviously, you know, saw some stuff in the trailers and whatnot. And there's some other things going on there. Uh, second element was, okay, multiverse of madness. Okay, uh, what is that going to look like? Who's going to show up? Which cameos are we going to get? And I've been very excited by and been really enjoying um, the two aspects of the MCU as a whole that they've been doing since the end of Phase three which is to bring us in to bring in sorry new characters rebuilding the avengers team which looks more like it's going to be a young avengers but still rebuilding the avengers by introducing new characters and still using the old characters and then the other element is okay you've got the multiverse and you can introduce different variants of different characters or just different characters from different um universes you know the multiverse now i'm still going to give this a must see and a 9 out of 10 but i know i would have enjoyed this film so much more especially on the cameo side if i hadn't been spoiled on every single cameo in this film and it's left me feeling very just you know, I saw the cameos coming up in the film, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, there's there's that character. I know about that." Um, <laughs> and not even from what was shown in the trailers, from other cameos as well. And the way that those cameos were revealed in the film, I know that I would have been like, kind of mind blown by it. But when those characters specific character showed up, I was like, oh yeah, I already know that you're here, because some person online uh, posted, you know, a recorded picture of a screen on, on Twitter. Um, there was a particular clip that was going around, and take this as more of a warning, because you, you don't want to be spoiled on this film, because you don't want to be left with the feeling that I've got, because it's very, very annoying. Um, there was a very specific clip and once I'd accidentally seen it once, it didn't matter once I'd seen it multiple times. Because I scrolled past this particular clip five times in the space of a couple of days. It was just everywhere. Now you could argue to me and say like, hey Matt, you should stay off social media and film spoilers and da 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 da. Why should I have to stay off social media? And I was trying to be really cautious, trying to be really careful. Um, but that doesn't mean I should have to be like, right, no Twitter and Facebook for, for a week or, or whatever. But... Um, it was one of them things where even if I tried to scroll past the video, I'd already, like, from the very start of the clip, I'd already seen, like, 
a few characters. And I was like, oh, cool. That's not how I wanted to find out about them. Um, so that's left me feeling very sort of, man, if there was a version of me, <laughs> you know, if if there, if things had played out differently and, and there's a version of me that had seen this film and not been spoiled on it, I would have enjoyed it. I would have enjoyed it a hell of a lot more than what I did. So that's the that's the cameos side of things. Obviously, I haven't mentioned any names. I haven't spoiled anything. I've just said that you know this footage going around um, in multiple different places um, and that kind of thing. Uh, in terms of the actual story, the wonder and uh, Doctor Strange story, really, really enjoyed it. Um, I can't get into specifics. This, this is a kind of a hard film to talk about without spoiling things. So I'm going to be very cautious. And very respectful about spoilers because obviously there's people out there that aren't. Um, I just, yeah. Uh, see, it's 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 weird because th- this is like an annoying film for me to review because I just wish I hadn't seen those spoilers. Oh dear. Um, but no, really enjoyed that aspect of it. Obviously, you've got Sam Raimi's fingerprints on this and stuff. Um, I will say. Because a lot of the praise I've seen for this film in spoiler-free reviews has been like, oh, you know, all the visuals and stuff and all like the, the, the wild multiverse kind of things that are going on and the Sam Raimi fingerprint. I liked certain parts of that, but other parts I was like, okay, this is like... Not, not in a way I didn't enjoy some of those parts, but some of it was like, okay, I understand what Sam Raimi is going for here. It's just not all for me but it didn't have to be because the part I was focused on and this is what I always say about visuals I just don't really care about like fancy visuals whether it's like how good some grass looks in a film or a game or whatever or like um things flying around on the screen and and you know uh all those kind of visual different aspects that we've got um that's just it's just not for me so i understand why people really enjoyed those those parts and that was the sam raimi you know piece of the film but i that doesn't mean i didn't enjoy those parts i did those parts just weren't for me so that was that was fine but um yeah i was more concerned about like you know the story and the characters you've got america chavez you've got obviously wonder and you've got doctor strange and they're figuring out what to do what to do about what Wanda wants to do, basically. And trying to uh help slash stop her. Um because obviously you got the multiverse which is at stake. And what they did with the characters, those three Doctor Strange, Wanda and America Chavez, I really enjoyed those elements of the film. Um and yeah, Elizabeth Olsen in this film delivers a really kind of don't know if I'd call it groundbreaking performance, but a really phenomenal performance. She should definitely get uh, some kind of award for this. Um, obviously, in terms of you know the big award stage, uh, they're not always big big fans of like comic book films and that. But um, no, that aspect of the film was really good. Uh, what is set up as well from this, I very much enjoyed. Um, but yeah. That was it. Was it was pretty good. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing where the MCU takes what they've done with this going forward. It just sucks, and I'm supporting the cameos. Oh man. Um. Yeah, it's just I, I I was only able to enjoy like 
half of this film it's it's a really annoying weird situation to kind of um be in so just like the way some people act about spoilers online it's like oh cool look at this scene it's like no i want to see that in the film don't don't show me don't tell me i want to see that in the film um so yeah but uh again wonder fantastic in this film um doctor strange was as well america chavez was um so those elements were very very good it's just my uh enjoyment of that was dampened by um it it's it's annoying as well because you could say to me like okay well you said you've enjoyed like you know the the story here and i did enjoy the story and the characters but you mix it in with the spoilery cameo stuff that i'd already known about it um it just affected my enjoyment across the whole film so that was just uh very very annoying um but yeah in terms of like sam raimi stuff that was that was pretty good um i wouldn't mind if he comes back and directs another mcu film obviously he's got a very particular like palette and everything so you couldn't just stick him on like any film or whatever um but yeah but uh, there is plenty of other stuff i do want to talk about that that's really my main thoughts i enjoyed it a lot um the parts i was able to enjoy anyway um thought the story was great really like what they did with the characters uh america Chavez's character being set up was great as well um seeing all the different multiverse stuff like outside of the cameos the other things that they do in this film were really great to see and i've i i've lots to say about that and about the particular cameos themselves so i'll have to save the majority of that conversation for uh the spoilers section but no i thought it was another great mcu film i just definitely would have enjoyed it more if i weren't spoiled um and i would have been sitting here being like oh my god i can't believe they did this and that and you know all this other kind of stuff so yeah uh that's that's really all i can talk about here i can't talk about um any of the other story aspects because that gets into spoilers can't talk about the cameos that gets into spoilers can't talk about what the cameos mean and what I think they're, whether I think they're d- doing with with that stuff, um, or what this film sets up, I can't talk about any of those things. Um, but my general sentiment, I enjoyed it, but I would have enjoyed it more had I not been spoiled. Um, Sam Raimi's welcoming back as a director. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the other characters in the future. But yeah. That's pretty much that. Uh, in terms of, I, I suppose, the other film aspects, you know, writing, pacing, directing. I thought all those were very, very good. Paced very, very well. Didn't think the film was too short, too long. Um, it does a good job of, uh, um, you know, giving you big set pieces and then giving characters time to breathe. Because uh, a few people were saying, like, oh, I wish this film had another 20, 30 minutes to breathe. I felt if you added another 20, 30 minutes... I don't know what else you would have done with this film. So I, d- I disagree with that sentiment a bit. That's something I saw kind of going around as well. That some people wish the film had been a bit longer. So something else I want to throw in a bit of a... As a just general comment. as the, uh, Of like quality of the MCU. So there's two... Complaints that I see going around. That this, that this film had interesting answers to. So one complaint is that some of these films are like two and a half hour cgi fests which i, I again i disagree with um 
because I the comments I see all the time about like oh this film was too short and needed more room to breathe this film was way too long it was it dragged itself out it's it's going to be very interesting in the next couple of years when we get more MCU content and some people saying like hey I wanted 10 episodes of Moon Knight no 6 was good enough no I wanted 8 no I wanted 20 the episodes are too short no the episodes are too long um the MCU is going to get to or seemingly already has got to a point where they know that they can't please everybody. Um, even the specific people that you're trying to please with, with these films. And I get that, you know, not everything's going to be for everyone, you know. People have different viewpoints on episode lengths, film lengths, pacing, what that all means. Um, but no, I thought this film being on the little bit of a shorter side was a good idea. Um, and I think it was paced very, very well. Um, I didn't feel like they dragged too many things out. I didn't feel like too too many things were too quick. Um, I felt the film had enough room to breathe and everything. Uh, so that was really good. Um, and also this, this the, the other part, because I mentioned two things. The other thing is the MCU was getting some complaints when we get up to, got up to Endgame that every film was the same. Which I disagreed with anyway because you had like different characters. You know, you got Spider Man, you got Doctor Strange, you got the Guardians of the Galaxy, you got the Avengers. They're all very different kind of people. Some of them have got similarities, but, um, and you know, like Thor from Asgard and all this other kind of stuff. And then the Eternals come into things. It's strange now that I'm seeing kind of like two different sets of complaints, complaints linked to that. Where some people are sort of like, oh, the MCU isn't doing enough different stuff, which I think it is. And then the other side of like, oh, this stuff is too different. It's like this, this doesn't fit into the MCU. So those complaints are two kind of very opposite ends of of things. Um, I still think the MCU is keeping its DNA, but is, give, is having to give us different characters because the characters you just told the last 10 years worth of story with, you can't keep using those same characters for 10 years you can use some of them but not all of them so yeah it's going to be very interesting with the mcu and i th- I think this film's got some very interesting answers to that because again i think this film uh in terms of pacing again is is very good um and in terms of giving us giving us something different but still keeping the mcu's dna i think it does that as well very 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 well because it gives us this different multiverse kind of thing and Still keeps to the core of what the MCU is, I think. So, that's my that's my that's my sentiment on those particular types of comments. So, anyway, there's some stuff to discuss in the spoiler section. Um, I'll see you for all that in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today, I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're get, getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion, we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes. 
for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month it's up to you which one you want to choose we will watch a few episodes of the tv show that you choose or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show Alright, uh, not going to do housekeeping in this episode, but um, did review Moon Knight this week. I'll, I'll give you a general rundown of the content. We're still doing the Gaming Talk podcast, Better Call Saul, Walking Dead's recently wrapped up. Um, did a 14 Steps to Fix DCEU podcast, that was good to do. Moon Knight review is out, um, and a whole bunch of other content as well. So that's a quicker, quicker kind of rundown of all of that. Alright, so I'm going to get into spoilers now. If you don't want the same disappointing experience that I had, again, not because of the film, but if you don't want to know the cameos that are in this film, which I didn't want to know but found out, and it 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 uh, derailed the film for me. Uh, if you don't want to be in the position that I am in, uh, which I recommend that you don't be in that position because it sucks, um, I recommend that you turn this podcast off now. Go and see Doctor Strange. I recommend it still very much, and hopefully you can have the unspoiled experience that I wish that I had had um so yes highly recommend you switch this podcast off now if you want to switch it off in different ways you can pause mute uh do whatever play some music or something um or in the meantime you can check out another piece of our content of course you can find all of those on entertainmenttalk.org or find us on your favorite podcast platform going to go into spoilers now if you don't want the cameos ruined because I'm going to be talking about them and you don't want them ruined trust me um, then you're going to want to switch this off now. Alright, so let's go over to the, uh, I guess the meat of what I'm talking about and what I've been so disappointed about. Uh, um, man, I wish I hadn't found this out before. Um, so the Illuminati members. Um, so of course you've got, uh, Patrick Stewart in there as, uh, Professor X, Charles Xavier. The two that I was very, very happy to see, but again, knew that they were in this film, was uh, Hayley, Hayley Atwell playing, I guess, some different universe version of um, Captain Carter, because we did see her in the What If episode. I don't think that's supposed to be the What If episode character. I think that's just a different... Because um, I want to talk about animation in in a minute as well, but I want to I want to go through these Illuminati members... And then the biggest one to me, the one that I really wish I hadn't been spoiled on. Because Captain Carter, you could have guessed a little bit that she might have been in this film. But John Krasinski, one of my favourite actors right now. Done a really good job with The Quiet Place and uh, a bunch of other films that he's been in. Obviously The Office and stuff like that. But I really enjoyed what he's done with The Quiet Place recently. Reed Richards from the MCU. Uh, That would have been a nice reveal 
if if I hadn't known about it already. Um, and the see here's where the differences come in with spoilers. I was like scrolling through Twitter, Twitter one day, um, as as you do, and I just scroll past this video. Now the very start thumbnail thing of like the autoplay Twitter video was literally a picture of, well not a picture. The start footage of the video was when they confront Wanda at, at Wanda, and Reed Richards um, is at the front. So like right there and then, I saw John Krasinski's face. Saw a Fantastic Four suit, and I was like, "Oh, okay." The way he's revealed in this film, however, which is this like he teleports in or whatever, was very, very cool, and I would have very much enjoyed seeing that more than uh, the other version I did, which is this like 480p. Someone's filmed a screen somewhere, you know that kind of shit. Huh. Um. But yeah, so there was that one, and then you've got uh, Black Bolt knew about that basically so the video that i'd seen was where they're all because obviously wanda's there but i knew obviously wanda was going to be in this film anyway um was the camera was turned the other way where you can see all is it five illuminati members um minus xavier because he wasn't actually in that scene um so he was a good one to see but obviously we saw, we heard his voice in the trailer i suppose with xavier it was more of a question of like okay which version is this is this actually the fox Marvel films version um or is it a different uh, universe version I think it's supposed to be I don't think it's supposed to be the Fox version but yeah I'd seen the video put right there and then um so yeah there was that um boy I would have enjoyed those scenes so much more had I not known that they were they were happening um because there was this speculation. It's like, okay, we know Charles Xavier. We don't know which version of him, but he's here. I didn't mind finding out about that because it was in the trailer. And the way that they showed that was different. Because I think what that was supposed to do was like, hey, here's the Illuminati members. Um, Professor X is one of them. We'll tell you one of them, but we won't tell you the other ones. So that what it will make you do is go, okay, Professor X is one of them. If, if they're willing to put an X-Men member in the trailer... Who else is here? Speculation begin. But, of course, my speculation was ruined because I knew who all of them were going to be. The only one I I um was a little bit like, okay, I'm not quite sure who that is, Um, is they had a uh, the different version of Captain Marvel in this film. Now, when they showed Captain Marvel in the trailers... You wouldn't have really been able to tell that it wasn't um, the Cara, uh, is it Ka- Carol, Ka- Carol Danvers, what's her name? Um, the Brie Larson version that we that we know. I couldn't tell if that was actually her or somebody else from the from the brief points we see in the trailer because because she's, she's all in, in that particular shot from the trailer. She's all covered up with the Super Saiyan stuff, so I I couldn't quite tell. Um, I know that the suit of the colors obviously black and hers is like. Um, red and blue but still she was still you know covered up with cg stuff so i couldn't really quite tell um now i never saw i think i saw the first episode of inhumans um but uh so i didn't know who the black bolt character either that or i'd forgot i mean who remembers the the inhumans tv show i think that's supposed to be because that's anson mount isn't it um 
Anton Mount, not Ma- no Mason Mount's the footballer. A- A- Anton Mount, who's obviously in um, the Star Trek shows as well at the moment. Uh, Strange New World just just started, uh, which obviously he's the kind of the lead in. Um, so I I forgot I genuinely forgotten about like the entirety of Inhumans and who was kind of in that film uh, in that TV show and stuff. Obviously that didn't quite go down so well. Um, what this signals to me anyway, uh, the members aside and how they were revealed aside and everything is I suppose a bit of a because my, my my issue a little bit with the multiverse stuff I thought they were going to go more into it and I felt like instead of using the multiverse they teased it and I didn't quite understand why but we don't know what's happening in upcoming films at least I don't want to find out what's happening in upcoming films um and clearly by the end of this film this whole multiverse story isn't done um, because of you know the first pro- first uh, post credit scene. Who I'm not sure who that woman is, by the way. I don't know if I'm supposed to know or recognise that particular woman that took away uh, Doctor Strange. But they stepped through a portal in the post credit scene. Um, so that's clearly supposed to continue it. So whatever film that's supposed to continue in, if it's going to be Doctor Strange three, which would be you know a pretty good guess, um, you can do more of it there. So are we doing a thing where Okay, we're going to show you like a Fantastic Four member and an X-Men member. You know that those films are coming up, but it's not going to be these two people. So that's just teasing you kind of... I suppose that was kind of a tease of like, here's what a Fantastic Four member and an X-Men member in the MCU looks like, I suppose. And then here's like, you know, Inhumans. And I suppose that was... to, To me, that was a bit of their way of saying like, here's who's in this film. They all die, obviously, but... Um, here's us showing you, okay, the, the X-Men and Fantastic Four that we're going to get in, let's say, Earth Prime, that the films that are coming up, um, are obviously not going to be those two. The interesting thing is, though, you could still bring back Patrick Stewart, and you could still bring back John Krasinski to play the, let's say, permanent versions of those characters. There's no reason that you couldn't do that. Because that's what the multiverse is supposed to be. So I guess that was supposed to be more of a tease of that. And again. If I hadn't been spoiled. I would have enjoyed that so much more. Uh, which is really a real big pain in the ass. Um, so that was good. And then obviously say, kind of saying again. Because there's been, there's been so much speculation about like. Okay when when are the Inhumans going to show up. And are they going to use the TV versions. And when we get Fantastic Four. Could you use any of the previous versions of those characters. And when you bring the X-Men in, are you going to use the Fox version characters? Or are you going to go all the way back to the uh, Chris Evans films and all that? Um, you know, the the previous reboot that we had. I don't think that they'd ever touch the um, teenage versions. Although, you, you never know. But that, that's the whole exciting thing about this multiverse is... They could bring back some of those characters. They could bring back different variants of those characters. Because even though we saw... Um, a variant version of all these Illuminati members. You could still bring back all of those actors and actresses back as those characters, but just have them from a different multiverse. Uh, you you could do that. Whether they're going to or not, I have no idea. Um, again, that's what we'll hopefully see in maybe the next Doctor Strange film. Um, but... It was still very, very cool, and the fact that we've had now a version or two two characters from X-Men and Fantastic Four in the MCU is quite exciting. 
And I do think that that's being underlooked a little bit because as much as I wanted, I did want, I did want to see more of that. Um, and there was speculation as to like, okay, could we see Ben Affleck's Daredevil and all, all this other kind of stuff, or like, you know, could we see Deadpool or or whatever? Um, as much as I wanted the film to go a bit more into that, I liked what we got from it. So I liked that part. I just wanted to see a bit more of it. But then you still had a whole story to tell with Wanda and Doctor Strange. Because there was a bit of like talk as to like, okay, multiverse, cameos galore, you could have. Um, but is it going to get in the way of the story? And that's not what you want. Because if we go back to Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is the obviously the Arrowverse one that they did, the cameos kind of took priority over the story there, and it didn't work. And that's not what you want to do with this. So it's a difficult balance to to strike in terms of you've got what two hours, maybe two and a half, and you want to have important, interesting cameos, and they did. Not quite enough of them, maybe, but the ones that we got were were, were great. Um. But it didn't get in the way of the story. And that was really really important. So it didn't sort of like. Oh let's just leave Wanda and Doctor Strange for 10 minutes. While we give you cameos of loads of characters. Uh, which obviously gets into. Structure and how you want to tell your story. When you want to literally cut certain scenes. And go into, into other scenes. Um, but I still liked both elements anyway. So, um, But I just wanted to kind of get the cameo discussion. Out of the way. Because that was my main disappointment because i knew about all of them so yeah great um so let's talk about wanda herself uh she has uh she's going through some stuff in this film um and the film reaches a point with her where she literally says at one point like oh i i'm gonna sacrifice america chavez for the greater good and you're like okay that's not exactly what we wanted you to say <laughs> but see it this is where we get into some interesting points with Wanda and you go all the way back to WandaVision obviously this connects to that and how she kind of took a town hostage but like didn't mean to and now that she's because there's a very um very important line that she gives in this film that doesn't necessarily justify her actions but makes you understand them more and puts for me puts her character into a great area where she says like i ripped my husband husband's head out or you know whatever because of the, the 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 stone that was in vision's head i ripped that out and it led to nothing because you strange just gave him one of the stones and you can understand that right like she the way she looks at the situation is I sacrificed my, you know, the one that I love, my husband, as part of her grief. Her grief's obviously the massive theme here. She did that and it didn't ultimately lead to anything. It, it didn't lead to anything good because Thanos still did the snap, right? Um, But then when she looks at Doctor Strange and he just gave his... I don't remember the names of all the stones, but he gave his stone to Thanos um under a lot less sort of duress I suppose or he he didn't have to sort of kill anybody to do that whereas she did and the person that she killed is part of her grief so that all does add up very well but um yeah when she said about like oh you know it's for the greater good and all that 
Um, again, her actions aren't really justified per se, but uh, you can understand exactly why she's doing the things that she's doing. Um, so yeah, but ultimately it ends off well. Um, you know, America's character doesn't die, which is good. Um, and she's ultimately, I, I, I kind of like the way that they solve, uh, uh, resolve, sorry, Wanda's story, which is, so she, in the end, is like, I'm gonna break through to one of the other multiverses, um, and, like, get rid of one of the Wanda's there, and just have her kids, that's the way I kind of understood it, maybe I misunderstood it, but still, um, and then, I think also the turning point for her was seeing her kids being horrified by her. She's this this witch who's trying to kill their mother, and that makes Wanda look at herself differently. Um, because I mean, Wanda should potentially have some consequences. She did kill some people in this film. Uh, yeah. See, it, it's this is where Wanda's character has gotten really, really interesting for me. Is you can you can completely understand why she's doing the things that she's doing, and you could look at her as a villain, but her grief has like consumed her so much that she's doing all these like villainous type things, and she's looked at as the villain in this film. But it's not just like. Uh, a typical villain thing of I just want power because I want power, right? I just want to rule the world because I'm the bad guy. That's not what's going on with her, because uh, ultimately all 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 she wants is whether it's with or without vision at this point. Obviously, she'd prefer it with vision, but to live back in the house that she did in Wonder Vision and have that happily uh, happy family life. Um. So all she kind of wants is that peaceful life. But I suppose the way that she's going about it is not peaceful. Because of well we see the violent events of this film. By the way speaking of violence. Um, I was hearing from multiple people about like. Oh my god this film's so violent. It's so horrific. I can't believe the MCU did this. Um, I don't know where like. Because I, I was hearing the same things about the Batman. Um, of like oh my god this film's so violent. It's so dark and gritty and gruesome and. I walked away from both films, the Batman and this Doctor Strange film. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it was. I guess it was violent. Maybe my tolerance of my tolerance for violence in films is quite high, like really quite high. Because um, yeah, you see a lot of blood. You see, like, especially like if you look at the way that um, Reed Richards dies, like he gets sort of shrunk, but. He gets sort of like shrunk by being pulled apart. But when his body is being pulled apart it's disappearing. It was a very violent thing that happened. So I'm not dismissing that this film isn't violent. I guess I should have mentioned this in the spoiler section. Not about that part but about the general violence. Uh, or in the spoiler free section. Um, but no I was watching things happen in this film. And I was like oh yeah blood. Cool. Um, but, um, I don't know maybe my, violent, my, my tolerance for violence is quite high i mean even if you switch um uh uh media and you go over to games like last of us 2 okay pretty violent but you've got like cult members in that game in a post-apocalyptic world where like it's every man for himself so to speak uh so it makes sense 
why Last of Us Two is as violent as what it is. Um, I'm just I'm just giving like a different example, but yeah, may, maybe my violence is just <laughs> my 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 tolerance for violence is um, very very high. I think at this point because I've now gone through two films in the space of what a couple of months where I've continuously heard, "Oh my god, this film's so violent," and yeah, it. It is a little bit unusually violent for an MCU film. Like we've not really seen this level of violence in an MCU film, um, which is interesting, by the way, because there's been some comments about like, oh, you know, PG thirteen Marvel family friendly. How do you do Punisher and Daredevil? If you can do this in a PG thirteen film and have this much blood in the PG thirteen film. You could have no problems doing Punisher and Daredevil. No problems whatsoever. I've I've been saying for a while that. The only problem the MCU is really going to have is Deadpool swearing. How are you going to manage that? Because there's even a part in this film, and I noticed it didn't bother me at all. But um, when Doctor Strange gets drugged, and he goes, "You son of a bitch," uh, or you know, wh- whatever he says, and bitch is kind of it's not blurted out, but um, there's like waves of sounds and stuff, and it kind of covers over the the, the bitch word. Uh, and obviously, when we had um, Veggie's Infinity War, and and uh, Nick Fury was getting disappeared, snapped away, and you know tries to say motherfucker, um, but it cuts off where he says fucker. So, how you do a Deadpool anything and keep it PG thirteen? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what you do about his uh, his mouth, basically. So, um. But in terms of if you can do this in P, I didn't know you could do this much violence in a PG thirteen, um, because I'm sure this because Batman's PG thirteen as well. I'm sure this has got more blood in it than what the Batman has, but then the Batman's so dark at some points you can't see the blood. Um, but yeah, if you can do this in a PG thirteen, which I didn't quite know you could get away with this in a PG thirteen, uh, you've also probably got no problems doing Blade either, because obviously Blade's got a literal sword and he's cutting people up. So yeah. Yeah, uh, no problems there. Um, anyway, in terms of everything else, um, story was great, characters were great, cameos were great. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing this being this being a tease of what to come in the multiverse, and seeing what Doctor Strange is going to get up to when he goes through that portal. Um, yeah, still a very bright future for the the MCU, definitely. Um, but I I enjoyed it, but I. See, I enjoyed it and I liked it, but I would have just loved it if I didn't know about those cameos. But I've mentioned that more than enough times, so I won't mention that again. Uh, but, no, it's good. It's really, really good. So, there's that. Um, is there anything else I need to talk about here? Uh, Wong was great in this film. I don't know if you mentioned him. Uh, he was very, very good. Um, by the way, when he got thrown off of that cliff, I didn't think he was he was dead. Um, the Ultron bots were interesting to see as well um, one of them says Ultron as it gets its head cut off and then Wanda breaks the the head of the thing um, Doctor Strange possessing a zombie dead version of himself was quite cool uh, made made sense um but that was really cool. Uh, cause I, I suppose that, that was a bit a bit of an interesting surprise. Because the way that the trailers kind of showed us that. Was almost as if. No there's just a zombie version of Doctor Strange. Which it is a zombie version of Doctor Strange. 
Um, but the trailer didn't make it out as if he was being controlled. It the trailer just showed us that. So I suppose that that was a interesting surprise the way that that was uh, that was used. Uh, is there anything else I need to talk about? I've talked about the cameos, um, post credit scenes. I don't need to talk about the Bruce Campbell stuff. That was uh, that was a little bit frustrating. They they should have swapped those post credit scenes around. <laughs> I think the uh, hitting himself was um, was fine, was fine. So that was good. Uh, all right, yeah. I if, if any of, if any of you can think of anything I've not mentioned, obviously there's a um. Oh yes, of course the animation thing. I just remembered I was gonna get back to that point. So I talked earlier about the um, what if. Uh, Captain Carter that we get in in the What If episodes, which is a great episode. I have a um, figure of that character, by the way, on my shelf. Uh, very, very cool. Uh, standing next to the Steve Rogers Captain America. Again, very, very cool. Um, I've grown to really like those characters, so that's good. Um, so, obviously, because uh, the animated version looks like Hayley Atwell and obviously is voiced by her, but we get the live-action version in this film again i think that's not supposed to be the same what if character the reason i think that is when uh america chavez and dr strange get flung through the multiverse and we see like six different places there's a brief moment where they do go through an animated world i'm wondering if that's where the what if characters actually are because there was also obviously the the three eyed evil Doctor Strange, which was in the uh, I'm pretty sure that was in the um, Doctor Strange episodes. Again, I don't think that is that same what if character. Because if you're going to tease and present that there is an animated universe here in the MCU, because I I I don't know if I don't know if the what if episodes are supposed to be MCU canon. But now that we know that there is an animated world in the MCU, because we saw it briefly, if you're going to make those characters canon, which I suppose the um, Captain Carter and Doctor Strange characters was a was a note to that, because um, it can't be a coincidence that we we saw the What If episodes with Captain Carter, the animated version, and then we see the live action version, but within the same film, we get an animated teased world. So I'd like to explore that a bit more and see, like, maybe in future films, could you get some crossover with those characters? Um, I don't know if you'd have to start doing, like, a Sonic or Detective Pikachu or Who Framed Roger Rabbit type thing where you've got animated characters with live action, which is something I actually quite like anyway. um, I liked it in Detective Pikachu and I liked it in Sonic, and I think it can definitely work. Depends on the animation style, but you can definitely make it work. Um, so I wonder if you could do something with that. Because uh, again, even though I said you can have a different variant of the same Captain Carter character pop up, what if you brought the uh, animated versions in proper to the MCU? I don't know. There must be a reason that they showed the animated universe in this, even if it was very, very briefly. But I thought that was really, really cool. So that was good. Anyway, um, that's my thoughts on the animation stuff and everything. Uh, that's my thoughts on everything for this film. Uh, if I've missed anything or you would like to discuss 
anything for this for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Let me know. You can email, uh, send those thoughts in to Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. Uh, there's also a big email ver- email box on the website version of the episode. You can use that and a clickable email name in your show notes. So use all those options if you want to get in touch with me about this film uh, or anything else. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org for TV, games, films, and May Night Podcast. There will be a few more episodes today, possibly. I don't know when I'm going to do the Gaming Talk episode this week, uh, but just look out for that. And, of course, May Night Play in a couple of hours, so look out for that game, that podcast as well. Uh, yep, entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms, entertainment talk. Um, get involved with what they're doing over there. If you want to support the podcast and entertainment talk in different ways, you can either listen to more episodes that we've got on the places I just mentioned. You can also tell other people about what we're doing and where they can find it. Um, so if they've seen Doctor Strange or Moon Knight or anything else that we cover, uh, tell them about that, about all of that. Uh, you can either do that just by telling them and, of course, using social media as well. So check to do all of that if you can. Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, add free podcast review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. Uh, for your TV and the film news for the MCU's future, DC if you want to get involved in that. Uh, or just your general TV and film news, Dave has got you covered over on Geek Town to Credit UK and Geek Town Radio. Uh, Geek Town Radio episodes release on Tuesdays. So look out for those. Uh, it is Bex's birthday today, by the way. Uh, she streams pretty much daily over on Twitch. I think she's streaming at 4. Uh, so go and check out what she's doing. Go and wish her a happy birthday as well. You can find her by searching for Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. So you can find her on Twitter, send her a happy birthday. Uh, Instagram, same thing. Or find her Twitch streams over on Twitch. Same name, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. So happy birthday to Bex. That's all good stuff. Um, you can also find me on Twitch as well, eTalkUK, for my different gaming streams. Uh, you can find those streams archived later on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays, as well as a bunch of game clips and things like that. So thank you very much for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>